The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. In the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, and Herod was tetrarch of Galilee, and his brother Philip, tetrarch of the region of Atureia and Triconitus, and Lysanias was tetrarch of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, the son of Zechariah, in the desert. John went throughout the whole region of Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of the prophet Isaiah, a voice of one crying out in the desert, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight his paths. Every valley shall be filled. Every mountain and hill shall be made low. The winding road shall be made straight. And the rough ways made smooth. And all flesh shall see the salvation of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The book of the prophet Jeremiah is one of the longest books in the Bible. And the reason why is because Jeremiah, he didn't write it. He had a secretary. And his name is Baruch. So Jeremiah said to Baruch, I want you to go take my book that I just dictated to you and read it to all the people gathered there in the temple. Actually, he read it twice. And when the people heard the word twice, they were disheartened. That because the book had told that very soon their beloved city, Jerusalem, was going to be destroyed, they were going to be taken into exile and that they would be oppressed by a foreign nation for a long period of time. They were so disheartened and distressed by this news that they took the book and they brought it to the king, hoping that the king of Jerusalem might be able to do something to prevent this from happening. Well, naturally, the king of Jerusalem didn't like the book at all because the book mentioned that the reason why Jerusalem had to be destroyed was because of the bad leadership there. So the king burnt the book one page at a time. Well, you can't do that. Doesn't the king know that you can't destroy the word of God? So God went back to Jeremiah and says, write it again. Write the book again. Well, of course, Jeremiah didn't actually write the book. He had a poor secretary that did it. Now, imagine if I was Baruch and writing this book again for the second time and all of these negative oracles, I would be thinking to myself, no one's going to read this. No one's going to read it. It's too negative. And everybody thinks that Jeremiah is a crazy man. Seventy years later. Seventy years later, when the Jerusalem was destroyed and all the people were taken into Babylon in captivity and in exile, somebody read the book. And every single thing that Jeremiah said in that book came to be. And the person that read the book said, Every one of the people in exile has to read this book. 
Everybody that's lost a house, everybody that's discouraged, everybody that, has a, that, that, that uh, is miserable and, and needs some consolation needs to read this book. And here's the reason why. Because the book of the prophet Jeremiah has a happy ending. No, it's not at the end of the book where you usually find the ending of a book. No, the happy ending is buried in the middle of the book. And in the middle of the book, Jeremiah addresses the future exiles and tells them, don't lose hope, do not lose heart, because God has chosen you, he has elected you, and he's going to raise you up, and he's going to bring you back to Jerusalem, he's going to build the city again, and it's going to be great, uh, it's going to be so great that all the nations are going to take notice, and they're all going to want God to be their God. And Jeremiah offered this to them. And they said to themselves, wait a minute, if Jeremiah is right about all the negative stuff, then he has to be right about addressing us about this good news. Later on, Baruch wrote his own happy ending, and that was what we heard in the first reading, his version of the happy ending. And his message is this, that in the midst of all the suffering and disappointment and loss, buried in all of that, somewhere is always a happy ending. Tom Brady threw an interception. It was one minute left of the game, and they were losing. And it's said that 40,000 people in Foxborough and the Gillette Stadium left. And for good reason. And they just knew the inevitable was going to happen, and they just wanted to just leave early. The next day, I called my father, and I asked my father, he says, did you watch the game? He said, yeah, why? I said, well, what did you do when uh, Tom Brady threw that interception at the last minute of the game when they were losing? My father said, I shut the TV off and discussed, and I went out and raked leaves. So 40,001 people <laughs> missed out on one of the greatest comebacks in, the, in Patriot franchise history. Because somehow they got the ball back, and they raced down the field, and in the last second, Tom Brady threw a touchdown. And 40,001 people missed out because they didn't let Tom Brady and the boys finish the story. That's the book of Jeremiah. Buried in the middle of the book is this happy ending. In the midst of all this loss, of the disappointment, discouragement, the misery, the anxiety, and the thinking that God has abandoned you once and for all, in the middle of all of this mess which we call our lives, in the middle of this, we always have a happy ending with God. So never leave the stadium. Let God finish the story. And we will always have a reason to rejoice. We will always have a reason to have hope. We always have a reason to believe And that, everyone, is the faith message of the second week of Advent.